Welcome to Mindfulness for the Soul, your daily dose of mental health insights, with your host, John Silimparis. Understanding the mechanics of fear and why our minds and bodies are so affected by it is a key element to reducing anxiety. Anxiety, of course, is the chief symptom of fear. Once we know the reasons why we feel so scared, we are less likely to be so afraid of our symptoms. Learning the physiology or the anatomy of anxiety is eye-opening. You might even be surprised. And, after hearing this podcast, you might even see anxiety as a trusted friend. So, most living organisms have a built-in automatic survival mechanism that protects and preserves them. Even insects have it. It's an adaptive function that has evolved over thousands of years for the sole purpose of self-preservation. Anxiety, in a sense, is an ally. When we experience a danger or threat, the fear center in the brain, the amygdala, also known as the body's smoke detector, is activated. Then, distressing and uncomfortable physical and mental symptoms manifest quickly and the body shifts into protection mode. And remember, threat perception can be due to simple fears as well, like being late for an important appointment, or going on a date, or even fearing that you've lost your house keys. Could be anything. For most people, these debilitating symptoms taper off, and the body is restored back to its normal state. For others, it doesn't and it continues long after the threat is gone. But here's the thing to remember. If the symptoms manifested by fear made you feel good, you wouldn't protect yourself. So, they make you feel awful for a reason. So what happens to the body during an anxiety attack? As mentioned, when the brain perceives a threat or danger, messages are sent to a section of your nerves called the autonomic nervous system, which then activates the adrenal glands in the kidneys. Next, vital chemicals are secreted like adrenaline and the stress hormone cortisol. These chemicals key up the body via the fight or flight response system. The fight or flight response system is literally the alarm activated by the smoke detector of the body. The autonomic nervous system is divided into two subsections called the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is the actual system that releases energy and prepares the body for action via the fight or flight mechanism. The body then typically restores itself back to normal after a period of time by the parasympathetic nervous system which acts as a kind of stabilizer. For some people who are prone to anxiety, their parasympathetic nervous system, or their ability to restore their body back to normal after experiencing a threat, does not seem to function properly, or it goes offline. Hence, people who suffer from anxiety and panic attacks have what you might say is a faulty parasympathetic nervous system which for some unknown reason malfunctions in its ability to restore the body back to a normal state. Somehow it fails to turn off the smoke alarm, 
The sufferer then remains in alert mode because there are high levels of free-floating adrenaline and cortisol in the body that have not burned off yet. So the piercing sound of the alarm stays on and causes us distress. So what's the purpose of anxiety symptoms? Well, as mentioned, anxiety is an adaptive function that has evolved through time. The symptoms that anxiety produces have remarkably important purposes in protecting the organism from danger. So we must look at the function of anxiety as a primal defense that goes as far back as the caveman. So that means that anxiety, or the threat perception activation, has to be fail-safe. It has to work. It doesn't have time to think about whether a threat is real or imagined. Hence, when we are scared, we react in the moment and can't distinguish between rational and irrational fears. This is a downside of this system. This makes it difficult in today's world to have a fail-safe system like this, because unlike the caveman, we are not in constant danger for survival, but our brains make us feel that way. So let's look more closely at the symptoms of anxiety. First, the cardiovascular. The cardiovascular, cardiovascular activation by the sympathetic nervous system produces an increase in heart rate and strength of the heartbeat. This is crucial in preparation for fight or flight because it pumps blood more rapidly to the needed areas of the body. Vital areas blood is immediately sent to are the thighs, biceps, and other muscles, which assist in preparing for action. Blood is taken away from areas like the fingers and toes because if the organism is gravely injured, it is less likely to bleed to death. This is the reason why individuals experiencing anxiety or a panic attack often report having cold, clammy hands and tingling sensations in their feet and toes. The respiratory effect produced by the sympathetic nervous system also has a pertinent function. The deep, accelerated breathing helps in the preparation for fight or flight by getting the tissues of the human body more needed oxygen. The side effects of this action are, of course, choking sensations, smothering, tightness in the chest, and most importantly, because the blood to the head is decreased by heavy breathing, feelings of dizziness and lightheadedness. It can also cause a sense of derealization, a feeling of unreality and confusion. Now this one's really interesting too. The fight or flight response mechanism also produces a much needed increase in sweating so that the body does not overheat while in action. And another adaptive function an increase in sweat provides is that it helps make the skin more slippery and harder to grab if caught by a predator. The mental system is also affected by the activation of the fight or flight response mechanism. The chief function is, of course, to reliably alert the organism to a threat or danger in the area. The mind immediately shifts attention and focuses on its immediate surroundings for danger. Because of this effect, individuals experiencing a panic attack often relate that during an attack, they have difficulty with their memory, they have trouble concentrating, and are distracted from chores and responsibilities. 
Subsequently, what typically happens to individuals suffering from recurring attacks is that when they can't find identifiable stressors to rationalize their anxiety, they begin to turn it inward, and the brain invents the explanation that they must be going crazy. That is one of the most debilitating symptoms of all. So, the next time you get down on yourself for feeling anxious, or you are excessively worried about something big or small, remember that it's just your built-in survival instinct doing its job, perhaps too well. God, the universe, or simply evolution did not install this function for no reason at all. Anxiety is there to protect you, and perhaps it's the reason why human beings are still walking this planet. Without anxiety and the primal reflex to safeguard ourselves, we may have gone extinct a long time ago. So I say, thank you, anxiety, for protecting me all these years. And I say thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mindfulness for the Soul. I hope you found this helpful. I'm John Silamparis, MFT. MFT.